You just tuned in to Rob White's Ramblings of an Irishman. Tis the only podcast you'll ever need. How ye kids and welcome to another episode of Rob White's Ramblings of an Irishman. This is your host, me, Rob White. How are things? Um, I recorded this already, this particular episode, but I didn't do a very good job, so... I knew I had to go back and record it and make it a bit more snappy and a bit more engaging and a bit more uh, pleasant on the eardrums, I suppose. So today, my topic of conversation with myself is the couple of review points, couple of summaries from Arnold Schwarzenegger's book. What they're called are, what I'm calling this podcast is Arnie's fucking rules so arnie's rules um basically the last chapter of the book of his autobiography called total recall um i'm gonna go through a couple of those points um because they really related to me uh first off spoiler alert uh if you haven't read the book it's been out now since 2012 i think 2014 maybe uh, if you haven't read it then you might get some spoilers in here but it's basically a store a book about his life so I mean, if you're a fan of him, you probably already know most of the events that happened to him. First off, uh, or second off, if we're on seconds, I would recommend the book. Um, it was It's very long. It's fucking 600 pages, I think. Um, I bought it for the girlfriend after listening to it on Audible and enjoying it so much. I bought it for the girlfriend because she's actually a fan of Arnie. Um, she follows him on social media. He's got two pet donkeys and um, they're very cute by all accounts. Um, especially in these COVID nineteen times, he does be. Yeah, he's if you're if you're into donkeys and you're into Arnie, check him out on Instagram. So, but anyway, I, yeah, I couldn't really give a shit about the donkeys. They're cute, no, but you know. Um, first, so I would yeah definitely recommend the book. As I said, I listen to it on Audible, which I do most of my books, not all of them, but most of them these days. I find it a nice maximizing way to listen to a book learn something and do either physical activity or walking or uh, stretching i'm doing a lot, trying to do a lot more stretching these days so that is that i would recommend the book um it's basically a life story it's relatable for me because it's the immigrant story a dude from europe coming over to america which i myself can relate to having grown up in ireland rural ireland and uh find myself now in sunny old florida um so yeah the immigrant story i think is always one of interest it's basically what america was built on right so yeah that's another reason why i found it interesting um and the reason it came into my radar or came across my field of consciousness consciousness is because our og trader Rick pekarski from the trading masterclass he noted it as one of his main recommendations i think in masterclass 1.0 he recommended it as one of the books that was most impactful for him so i was like that's very interesting because i wouldn't have thought that i've never myself been a fan of arnie um i've never been not been not been a fan but i've never been that interested in his career um my first interaction with him i'd say was probably the terminator movies back when i was a kid um and then i uh, i was aware of him becoming governor of california in recent times back in the 2012 i think 2011 
Um, but other than that, I wouldn't really have had much. Um, I've enjoyed his movies, but never really been following his life story or anything. So I was surprised to hear a rec recommend that. But um, I got around to it and read it, and I could see straight away yeah, the immigrant, as I said, the immigrant mentality, the immigrant, immigrant story is a good, uh, uh, interesting one. So, and it's basically a success story. Like he started off with nothing from a poor village. Um, his parents were Austrian, obviously. Uh, I think his dad was involved um, in the the German side of World War Two. Um, I think one of the tabloid papers tried to accuse him of being a Nazi. I don't think that was proven, but he was on the German side, let's say, um, of when Germany occupied Austria. Um, so that was the... Uh, childhood that Arnie grew up in he was quite his parent, his father in particular was quite strict with him and his brother um, and Arnie left that left that poor village Graz in Switzerland or sorry Austria and moved to America and uh, became a huge success obviously he's now a quick Google told me um, that he's worth about 400 million so to come from nothing to amass a fortune of 400 million no mean feat um, and success stories as well as immigrant stories are always interesting and tying in with my um, my own vision my own purpose my own uh, expectation of growing developing um, you know achieving some kind of similar level of success is in my is is something I would strive for so it's an inspiring it was an inspiring read inspiring listen listen so yeah that's basically the summary of the book well not very it's a very high level summary um but what i wanted to actually make the make the content the main the meat and two veg of this podcast if that's the right reference i don't know um what i wanted to make the main point of this podcast about this particular episode was his rules he's and i have to said it's called arnie's rules um he's got Rules, principles, a couple of things, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Um, and I took maybe 10 or 15 of them in the last couple of pages of the book, what I thought was most interesting and what I could most relate to. So I'll quickly give you a my riff on them and uh, hopefully you take some value from it. And that's the whole point of why I'm doing this. So his rules and principles. I'm not going to go... Um, basically following the order that they were written in in the book uh, i might skip over one or two um, but number one in my list at least is have a vision that's his first words of advice um which i definitely can relate to i mean having a vision having a purpose you gotta ask yourself what do you want to do or what do you want to achieve in life is it world travel is it material possessions of awesome car an awesome um million dollar house penthouse is it providing a service helping others educating uh, helping other people grow is it uh, entertaining them through music comedy storytelling um is it raising a wonderful family You've got to ask yourself what is your purpose or what is your vision and stick to that vision. And what I've found myself most effective in this area is um, 
writing it out, um, asking or answering those questions. Um, Lewis Mocker has a very good purpose process. Check that out on Google. Um, you'll have to pay for it, but it's definitely worth it. It's like a f seven day purpose, pro purpose process. And uh, yeah, it, I found it very effective to honing in what I want to do in life. Um, and that's basically having a vision. The next one is trust yourself. Um, again, definitely I can relate to this. You got to trust yourself. You got to back yourself um, through your own experience, through your own learning, through your own research, whatever it is, whether you're picking out tiles for a floor in your new house or whether you're picking the right trade um, to take or not to take as the trades may go. Um, you have to be comfortable in your own decision. So you have to trust yourself. Um, and the reason for that is, yeah, it's fine to rely on a mentor or someone else's advice um, at a start. But if you're wanting to be truly powerful and self, um, self-realized, then you need to trust yourself. And again, as I say, like in trading, <clears throat> I've learned recently, this week in fact, um, where my opinions might differ with the rest of the guys in the community, that can be a point where you question yourself and say, fuck, am I seeing this wrong? But if you have, everyone has their own style, everyone has their own way of viewing things, and if you trust yourself in the long run, you will, at least you'll be more emotionally stable. So you might, you might there's always something to learn from people who are more experienced, but at least if you trust yourself, you can, Use that experience and grow from that. So yeah, trust yourself, dudes and dudettes. Um, next one, break some rules. And what I'm most, most reminded about when I saw that in the book was um, that all rules, all laws at least, all laws that you have are necessary. They are indeed necessary for civilized society. Um, otherwise, chaos would ensue, I'm sure. But at the same time, you might be able to, you can take laws and rules with a pinch of salt and and realize that all laws are man-made and we know that man as a species man and woman not to be sexist humankind as a species is um flawed fundamentally flawed um susceptible to fear and greed and a desire for power and influence and wanting to exert power over others so rules and laws can often reflect that so it sometimes it may be necessary to break some rules um even the laws like isaac newton's laws of uh, nature or laws of physics thermodynamics we studied in school um those laws have actually been seen to break down at the quantum scale so while they might be effectively laws or the law of gravity that an apple will always fall from a tree that is true that is an apparent law in quotation marks on earth but if you're in other planets or in other stars gravity is not the same those laws um gravity acceleration of gravity is what 9.2 meters per second squared if i recall my old fucking studies correctly um probably wrong now but fuck it someone can correct me uh, that law is not true throughout the whole universe. So, yeah, break some rules. Uh, next one is ignore the naysayers. 
um, I'd change that to maybe not ignore them, but at least appreciate them. Um, and what I mean by that is if you are trying to, in my case, if I'm trying to become successful in trading and I have people in my circle, social circle, friends or family saying, what the fuck are you doing, man? You're, not, you're like, that's, uh, that's too good to be true. As in, if, if, if it's possible to actually make a stable income on trading, wouldn't everyone be doing it? So you're wasting your time um, trying to chase that. And uh, not that I've had too much of that because I don't broadcast my trading journey that much except on podcasts now and within our own little community. But um, I know those guys in Masterclass who have had similar uh, journeys, similar or relatable problems to that where either girlfriends, boyfriends, uh, parents are like trying to get them out of the trying to take them away and are negatively talking about trading and how it'll never work. So what you need to do with those, I wouldn't say ignore them. Well, if they're completely irrational and completely um, wrong, if you you believe they're wrong, then yeah, fuck, ignore them. But there might be some positivity you can take from that negativity. And they might point out some flaws that you haven't fully thought through in your own head if they say oh well how are you going to get enough money to start funding your account well then work out that plan there's a there's a potential problem you can't fund the account yet well then figure out how you can earn extra income what can you sell can you sell your playstation so your naysayers are your testing ground effectively they'll point out the holes and potential holes in your plan so you can use that to improve your plan so spin it around the other way um, the next one is do not be afraid to fail and uh, I've realized this especially in the last couple of years that there is no such thing as failure there's just learning opportunities I'll say that again there's no such thing as failure there's just learning opportunities um, and you can take that idea all the way to the extremes of poverty and deprivation if you ended up completely broke on the street um, your partner left you your family abandoned you and you were homeless on the street um, if that's the worst case scenario for you um, how could you turn that around how could you I know that's quite an extreme view but how how could you work your way back to um, a fully functioning and successful member of society um, you know that's probably the worst case scenario and that's highly unlikely for 99.9% of the people who are listening to this right now but um, even if it did happen you have skills if you're listening to this you have access to an income otherwise you wouldn't have been able to afford a mobile phone um, so if you if someone clicked your fingers and you ended up as a bum or homeless on the street what skills do you have that you could get back on your feet and how would you take that lesson take that apparent failure and use it as a lesson to uh, learn and grow so don't be afraid to fail it's your best learning opportunity um, you could look at that obviously I took an extreme view you could look at that as a much more uh, a much more <laughs> simpler uh, less extreme view would be like okay trade trading 
you well let me see yeah i'll do a trading example so you got a trade that fails um it was a bad trade well you shouldn't have taken you learn you see now in hindsight that you shouldn't have taken that trade well that's not failing um you can look at that as failure like oh fuck, i'm stupid i took the wrong trade i shouldn't have taken that trade or you can go well okay now i learned to not take something like that in future and i might have a small account now and it cost me one percent of my account current value um but i'll save that's a return on investment of thousands of dollars in the future um based on learning from that mistake so yeah um so that's that one the next one is don't overthink just act act immediately with presence and intent um that definitely i can relate to that again because i used to have that old scourge which i'm sure a lot of you can relate to is paralysis by analysis um especially in school or in college um having too much information and not knowing what decision to make or how to solve the problem whether it's a educational or theoretical problem in one of the subjects or whether it is a social problem about whether you should go on a date with someone or could be anything um often we can get too much information and we can get swamped by the positives and the negatives and again another trading example um apologies if these trading examples are getting uh, monotonous and you're not a trader but fuck it they're the most easily coming to mind for me so overthinking you're always going to have positive and positives and negatives to any decision like trading like taking a particular trade there's going to be positive confluence factors and negative confluence factors um, and you just have to weigh up the pros and cons the positives and negatives and if you believe that the positives outweigh the negatives and the risk the reward to risk ratio is worth it you're going to make more you're going to make a high um reward if it works out in your favor versus uh, a small to safe risk then you should take that you should just do act with intent and don't overthink it um i'd also actually relate to what alan watts i've been listening to a lot of alan watts who's an english dude he's a philosopher he passed away back in the 60s or 70s very interesting guy though um i'd recommend him too if you're interested talks a lot about zen um zen the way of zen and the intent of zen is to act with presence and intention um, an old proverb a zen proverb is when hungry eat when tired sleep um, and that's so painfully simple but it's something that we don't as a modern society act upon regularly um, we will if we're hungry we'll think about eating we'll mm, look up recipes or we'll look up delivery services or else we'll worry about not eating too much or eating the wrong type of food or eating too much calories or eating junk food and we'll you know we'll bring in all this extra shit to that decision to eat because we're hungry and the same to be said for when you're tired when you're tired you're like oh i'm tired now but i didn't get my work done or i really want to watch my show or 
I have to talk to my friends or I can't sleep or whatever. All this extra bullshit that goes on in our heads and minds, um, which ultimately fucks us over, to be brutally honest. So yeah, don't overthink, just fucking act. Next one is forget plan B, burn your boats. Um, I think burning your boats goes back to the legend of Cortez, the Spanish conquistador who conquered Mexico back in the 1500s. Um, he has said, legend has it that he instructed his men to burn their boats as soon as they landed in the new world. He said the only way we're getting back from here is when we conquer this country, this land, and we build new boats. We're not going to surrender. So um, that's what they did. They burned their boats, allegedly. Um, and uh, what Arnie says in the book is that you have to operate without needing a safety net. And again, another training example I can use for this is you got to get off the crutch of using a demo trading account as soon as possible. You could learn the strategies um, because the strategies that we use or that any trader, successful trader would use are the same on a demo account as a live account. But the emotions are not the same. If you take a bad trade, you don't care if it fails and you go at grant. If your account um, goes into drawdown, you don't care. And you won't take the lessons that you should take from the mistakes that you're inevitably going to make. So, you know, demo trading is great to at least get a feel for how the mechanics of the new broker you're using or whatever, how their system works, what an entry order is, what a market order is, all that shit. But um, don't rely on it and get into a live account straight away. So f um, forget your plan. Well, that's not really plan B. That's more of a safety net. Plan B then, I suppose, would be uh, I'm not going to fully commit to what I'm doing right now because I don't believe myself completely. So um, if it doesn't work out, I'll just um, go back to my day job. And that actually was, um, I was probably guilty of that, that I would have said, oh, well, I'll give trading a try. And if it doesn't work, then um, I can always do something else. And that is obviously true um but you have to not rely on that you have to make sure you're not half-assing it you have to fully commit so forget your plan b next one then is a day has 24 hours um arnie's example in the book was some student came to him and said um college fees are too high in california and he had to call it the poor student had to work a, a part-time job to afford his college and Arnie was like, well, so what kind of thing? Um, how many hours a day are you in college? And he was only in college like six hours a week, which again, coming from an engineering college background, that's a bit of a fucking joke, lads. Um, he, yeah, he was only in like six or maybe 10 hours a week. And, uh, and then he was working part-time like three or a couple hours a day as well. So he still had like probably 12 hours a day or more where he wasn't doing anything per se. Obviously he needed a couple of hours for sleep, but um, Arnie's point was use the 24 hours to the best of your advantage. Don't waste time. Um, and I recently, I actually took this to heart a bit too much. I think I was watching the likes of Lewis Mocker or maybe Johnny 
um, Godfrey, who's another one of our OG traders, not to accuse these guys of misleading me in any way, but I think I was following their uh, example of what they preach to be productive, not wasting time, not, um, yeah, not wasting time. Um, and being being having a having a productive schedule and having a to do to do list and all that shit, and I actually burned out recently, and that's going to be the, po the topic for another conversation. Um, so you do need some downtime. I've learned that the hard way. You do need to chill and not let make everything a compulsion, but at the same time, don't fucking waste time because time is one of your most valuable commodities. And then another uh, one of Arnie's rules is reps, reps, reps. There are no shortcuts. And um, of course, him coming from a bodybuilding background, a personal fitness background, you're doing reps is obviously a throwback to what you do in the gym. Reps for your bicep curls or reps for your squats. So yeah, obviously he was, um, <clears throat> he's known for doing that in his uh, workout routine, but of uh, but actually uh, also, He's <clears throat> he used the idea of reps, reps, reps for his speeches. He's been given speeches for the last couple of years as the governor, obviously, of California. Um, he spoke in the UN and um, in the hard or the hard copy, the physical copy of the book, there is an image of a speech that he gave in the UN. I think it was about climate change. And on top left corner, he on the top margin, he has like the lines like four vertical lines and then a diagonal line crossing them all out and then four vertical lines and then a diagonal line and crossing them out um, <clears throat> and that each line indicates how many times he read the speech so he basically learned it off by heart so he would be able to you know deliver it with passion and enthusiasm and um, you know authority I suppose so yeah his point is that there are no fucking shortcuts you have to put the time and the work in he also did the same for his acting and his for his dancing and trying to um, lessen or soften his Austrian accent. Um, and I relate to that again in trading because the backtesting or the trade reviews going back over and over and over and over again on the same stuff until it's drilled into your head. There are, it's, it's boring and it's monotonous, but there is no, I don't think there's any shortcut. There is no um, alternative really. If you really want to master something, you just have to do it until it becomes second nature and visualization probably helps with that if you visualize effectively enough doing a task then your brain cannot tell the difference between actually doing that in reality or doing it in your mind so that's something i'm also working on but you still have to i don't know if i can say i can rely on just visualization i think doing physically doing whatever it is also needs to be is required um and then, yeah, I'd also relate to that again in college, doing the same problems over and over and over again until they became second nature. And a skill that I mastered in the last couple of years was snowboarding. I went into snowboarding when I was probably, let me see, to, when I was in Japan, um, back in 2013. Yeah, so what we're talking about, seven years ago, fuck time flies so uh seven years ago when i would have been 24 um never done snowboarding before starting at 24 is pretty old i guess i well 
I'm sure people have started later, but um, I had no fucking clue how to stand up on the board or to stay, to stay standing on the board. Um, but just kept at it and kept falling. Every time I fell, I would pop back up again and just kept doing it and kept doing it. And now, a couple of years later, I'm quite capable of going down a hill forwards and backwards and leftways and sideways and carving and fucking love it. So, yeah, put the reps in, lads and ladies. Um, another one that I thought was uh, interesting and important was to take care of your body and your mind. And again, he's notorious for having a fucking jacked body. Uh, if you go back to pictures of him as a teenager when he first won his Mr. Universe um, contest, he's absolutely shredded. So yeah, obviously he's known for having um, a very capable and well-structured, well-defined, well um, built body obviously he paid attention to it excuse me but he also says that and you need to also take care of the mind you need to educate yourself um, and I would definitely agree I probably would have a different the opposite journey to him I probably was more interested in shaping my or developing my mind from from early childhood I was always interested in books we had loads of encyclopedias the time before the internet um so i love reading about dinosaurs and fucking uh, conspiracy theories and yeah so i always wanted to nurture the mind and that stays true to this day um it's always interesting to learn something new and to develop a new skill but you also have to take care of your mind or your body i suppose as well and uh, that came later for me personally playing sports in school um, going to the gym in college etc um you have to have both you need a good mind and a good body or a healthy body at least um and then finally last one i'm going to talk about is stay hungry that's his one of his big rules and stay hungry is actually the name of one of his earliest movies um which i watched a couple of clips of and yeah it's, uh, it's not really relatable i don't think to this day and age as i said i wouldn't be a huge fan of his movies but um, yeah, can't deny the man's fucking success story journey. Uh, so stay hungry. That was um, his the final one I want to talk about. Um, when you achieve the success you're striving for, you have to remember to stay hungry. You can't just go, okay, I'm once. Well, you, you can do whatever the fuck you want, really. But you, his advice is, you know, if you get that success you've been striving for, don't just rest on your laurels. Don't. Just take the foot off the gas and get lazy. And a lot of people, that happens to a lot of people when they hit success in a young age, especially. And um, they turn to drugs and dr alcohol and all the other uh, scourges. Um, so, yeah, stay hungry. Um, don't get. Don't placate yourself. Is that the right word? Don't, um, yeah, don't fucking take the foot off the gas, I suppose, is the best. You should be, yeah, of course you should be hungry to get success and whatever that, whatever that means to you. But then when you get to that point of success, you should be also, you should stay hungry and hungry to help others achieve similar success. Um, and not to say that I'm fucking at any level of success. Um, but at the same time, I have done some things that I'm sure would help other people. Um, namely, I've done a lot of travel in my 20s 
lived in several different countries um, and I've got a pretty I'm pretty happy with my career so there's a couple of things that I have got going for me and I'd be happy to um, share any fucking bits of wisdom that I've gained and that's basically the whole point of this well that's basically what this podcast this podcast series has developed into me trying to provide some sort of service um, even if no one fucking listens and no one cares that's fine but at least I've made the effort to give back and, and, and help someone try to provide a little bit of comic relief to I hope um, because there's no point in taking it too seriously either uh, no one's getting out of here alive so that's it guys uh, yeah time for me to wrap this one up around 33 minutes um, I thank you very very much if you've gotten this far and you're still listening um, I thank you for the support and uh, stay fucking hungry I suppose and I'll talk to you soon I definitely want to release the other episode about burnout because I had some good chats with my buddies in the masterclass community about that so stay tuned god bless good luck stay safe don't worry about the old corona that those days will pass uh, but stay safe in the meantime take care good luck i love you all take care bye 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 folks thank you so much for listening to rob white's ramblings of an irishman the only podcast you'll ever need